Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello angels, what's up and welcome to another episode of Fierce Female Radio. I am very excited to be here with you today, guys. This solo episode is really powerful. I'm literally giving you guys so much through this episode. I just feel like this is such an important conversation and I felt really inspired to just share with you some deep insights, some tools, some practices, and just some of the things that have worked for me um, and my clients and the people in my life. So hopefully this can really um, allow you to think think of things from a different perspective and really prioritize your well-being and really not look at it where only when something goes wrong. And I think that's what our society is conditioned to do. If you look at our um, hospital system, if you look at our medical system, our health system, it's really like we address problems as they arise and we don't actually focus on preventative measures. And this is something that I think is very important when it comes to our health. And so I want to provide you with these with these tools, but not just looking at it from a health perspective, like just from a body perspective, um, ailments kind of perspective. I want you to look at your well-being from a holistic perspective, um, your mind, body, soul, beauty, you know, emotional well-being, um, your mental well-being, your physical well-being, all of those things interact. They play a part with each other. And um, it's really important for us to focus on them, to thrive, to be joyful, to experience bliss, to experience all the magic that this world has to offer. If we don't feel good, it's going to show up in all areas of our life, right? So I'm passionate about this, guys. Let's get in a bit of um, a little bit of a background on me as well. I thought it'd be just helpful to mention as well. For about two years, I was actually working at the Royal Commission into Victoria's mental health system, and that was a really um, powerful, eye-opening place to work. Um, whilst I wasn't writing like the policies, and I wasn't um, you know, I wasn't a counselor. I wasn't there engaging day to day with the public and with the systems and all of those things. But I was involved in some way where it was part of the consultations, where I was getting involved in um, activities and obviously supporting the staff to ensure that they really could prioritize their mental health as they were working with some really heavy material and were under a lot of pressure as part of their work, given the deliverables that the Royal Commission had to um, had to provide with some really tight deadlines. So it was a really interesting, like, I mean, I learned so much from that role, from being in that workplace, from from speaking to people, from being part of these consultations, from being part of these like round tables, from being part of just the conversations that were happening and and hearing um, people's experience with uh, the system. So whilst I'm not going to go into that, I think, you know, one thing that really stood out is an approach to holistic well-being. And this is where, 
you know, this is where the conversation needs to happen, where we need to recognize that we don't want to address things at a breaking point. We want to be able to take power back, to take our power back and to recognize what we need in order to thrive, in order to feel good and in order to enjoy our life, right? It's so important. And so much of the time we don't actually focus on this. We focus on this when something goes wrong. When we're not feeling good, we look into supplements, we look into practitioners and all of those things, or we look into medication. But I want us to really approach this from a perspective of how can I thrive and when it comes to my well-being. And this is not just like physical health too. Okay, I'm excited guys. So Firstly, what I will say is that self-awareness is key, okay? Like it is so important because from this place, from being self-aware, you get to understand what you need in order to thrive, what you need in order to feel good. So I'm going to be sharing some things that have worked for me, but at the end of the day, what works for me might be completely different to what works for you. And this is where we have to be able to give ourselves space to connect with with ourselves to check in and to recognize what we need, what what does our energy levels require? What do how do we best work? How do we best socialize? How um you know, checking in after we catch up with people, do we feel depleted? Do we feel energized? Like really really being your own guru and looking at what you need and what makes you feel good. And so that self-awareness key is the most important and what has been really powerful for me is to actually understand more about my energy. And this is why I'm so passionate about human design. Um, I have recently been studying human design and it is something that I'm so into. If you guys don't know what that is, we actually have a podcast episode further down with um, the lovely Erin and we dive deeper into human design and what that actually means and and how you can use that and, and you know how that is actually useful for your life. And when I started getting into human design, like I was blown away, which is why I'm now studying it and going to be offering a one-on-one sessions and courses soon, um, which is really, really exciting, probably more in 2023, but something I'm really passionate about. And the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because when I started to learn about my human design, it allowed me to dive deeper into my energy levels, what I need and how I best operate, um, how I can best make decisions, um, And this is something that's been really important in then leading me to what shifts I need to make in my life, Um, you know, what boundaries I need to make, how often I should be socializing. And it's not a rule book by any means, but it's really just providing you with some tools and some insights so you can you can shift things and you can tweak things to to align them, to actually feel in alignment and to actually do things that make you feel good, but also to show up in your most, in your power, to show up in your vibrancy, to show up with vitality and to lead that kind of like holistic, healthy life as opposed to just living a life the way that society has been conditioning us to live, right? And so it's a really powerful journey that I highly recommend if you are wanting to understand your energy levels better, you're wanting to understand how you best work and just being really open to, um, you know, looking at yourself and being like, okay, do I feel good right now? Like, am I doing things the best way possible for me? Is there an opportunity for improvement? So highly, highly recommend um, human design. So make sure you follow us at Fierce Female Co. And I might even just pop a link in my show notes um, for the wait list when I do open up my readings because I'm so excited about that too. Something I've been really passionate about. So you guys can join my wait list. Um, 
Okay, so I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit about my current well-being practices, guys, and I'm very excited about this. So one thing that for me that is a non-negotiable is my morning ritual. You guys would have, if you've been following me for a while, listening to Fierce Female Radio or even on Instagram over at Fierce Female Co, you would be, you. I always take pictures and like snaps of my morning ritual because it's something I'm so passionate about. And I think it's been about, I reckon I started my morning ritual. Oh, actually, I know exactly when. Um, mid-2018. Well, it's been over two years now. Uh, sorry, no, no. It's been over four years now. And I have noticed a significant um, shift in my life and the way that I show up and the way that I feel from doing my morning rituals. And it is so important because for me, it sets me up for the day. For the, for me, it allows me to give myself, my body, my soul, my energy, my mind, that time before I enter the day, before you know we feel like we are hit with all these things and responsibilities and It can feel a bit reactive, whether this is my space to be really proactive, to be really intentional. And, you know, it's less about what I do, you know, and I always say this to my clients, like it's not about like creating a mini to-do list. That's actually not what it's about. Um, It's about being intentional. It's about the energy. It's about prioritizing you and what you need during that time. So I really like to go with the flow depending on what I need that day. But there are some things that I'm pretty consistent on because I also believe that um, there's a lot of power that comes with habits. So currently my morning ritual is quite flowy and it looks like me waking up in the morning. And um, first thing is I I normally wake up for my husband. um, So I will wake up and I'll say in my mind a few things that I'm grateful for with like a smile on my face before I actually get out of bed. Then I'll do a few stretches and I will do my skincare. Um, this is a non-negotiable for me. Um, you know, there are different seasons where it's a little bit more elaborate and there's other seasons where, you know, there's just a few things that I do as part of that um, ritual, but it's something that, you know, the house is normally quiet. It's just a space for me. Sometimes I'll light a little candle there as I'm doing it. And it's just my time. And for me, like, that's like, I'm focusing on my beauty, you know, um, I'm focusing on my skin and that, that makes me feel really good. Then I will do some, um, I'll grab my, uh, rose quartz ice, um, jade roll, my rose quartz or jade roller from the freezer, um, where it's nice and cold on my skin. And, um, I just love the way that feels like, I feel like it's a mini massage, but I know it also, you know, improves the circulation. It's really good for like deep puffiness. If you're feeling like your, your face is a bit puffy. Um, and so then I'll make myself a coffee. Um, I used to have like shop blacks, but now I will have a, what do I have? Yeah. I have an oat milk, oat milk latte with a bit of cinnamon on top. (laughs) That's my thing. I love it. And I have it in my pretty cup. And then I take that to like my, um, my little ritual station, right? I've got a space and I go to the same space every day when I do this ritual. And I used to not do this. I used to like just go to different spots in the house, but I have found that that's not as effective. And when you actually 
do these rituals in the same place. It's like your brain is starting to create a pattern. Like it knows as you start to, as you wake up, you're going to go to this space and this is where you're going to experience these rituals and these meditations and you're going to focus on yourself. And it's just, I think it just takes away the decision-making process where, especially if you're doing them in the morning, um, you don't want to make it easy to like get out of it. You want to just keep it really simple um, and go to the same space. So I highly recommend that. And, you know, you, you can have things set up there. Like I've got my little, um, I've got my candles. I've got my incense if I want to do that. I've got my essential oils, like, you know, my crystals, all the things, right? And at the moment um, I'm doing, well, I have, I've always done meditation as part of my, as part of my ritual, but I, it's not, it's a non-negotiable for me. So there's sometimes where I've, you know, got more times to do my rituals than others. Um, but for me, even if I've only got like a short amount of time, I will do a five minute meditation. Like I have to do a meditation. And so at the moment, um, they're quite, they're more, they're longer than that. And I might even do two, um, with a different focus, but I'm loving the rituals by Chakra Girl app. We've actually had Amber Lee Lyons, who is the founder um, of Chakra Girl and the Rituals by Chakra Girl app um, on the podcast and especially the most recent one we dive deeper in a little bit more into an app and it is such a good app like especially if you're more spiritual it is just like and you're, I'm not one of those people that can just sit there and in silence and meditate like I've done that before but I just it's just not me I, I feel like there's more opportunity for me to be really intentional with my meditation. And so I love the Rituals by Chakra Girl app because there's so many, like it's a different focus, whether you, you know, if you need to elevate your confidence, you want to feel more alignment with your chakras, you want to activate your queen energy, you want to experience more abundance or prosperity. Like it's just, they're really intentional and powerful. Um, So that's something that I also love as part of my meditation, as part of my practice is you know, checking in with what I need that day and then doing a meditation for that to support me. Um, so yeah, so you guys definitely should check her out. Um, and then, you know, if I have time, I'll do a bit of EFT tapping um, and I'll do some journaling if I can. So, you know, if I'm doing a course, um, which I am doing at the moment, I will take some time to do some journaling or I'll do a bit of that coursework after my um after my rituals, or if I have time, I'll do a bit of human design study and reading um, because I kind of thrive best in the morning. That's where I'm like, my brain is most activated. Definitely a morning person. Um, so yeah, that like, I wanted to provide you guys with a little bit more detail around my morning ritual, but like, please don't, it sounds like a lot of things, but it's not really. Um, and it's not about like making it a to-do list. That's what I said. If you just want to focus on one thing, um, whether it's like a meditation or journaling or even just some deep breathing, it's it's about carving out time for yourself. And so I think that's the most important piece. But also I like to make it beautiful. I like to make it ritualistic, right? It gets to be fun. It gets to be luxurious. Like how can you feel indulgent first thing in the morning by doing these rituals? I think that's a really powerful, beautiful way to start the day. So yes, And like, honestly, when I don't do them, I feel it so much. I feel it so much. And like meditate and you have to know like what's important for you. And this is where I think like self-awareness is so key, but you only get self-awareness when you try different things. 
you that's when you know what works for you. Like meditation is really powerful for me, but you might be like, nah, not my vibe. Don't like that app. I prefer deep breathing or I want to, you know, do my yoga, do yoga in the morning and then do some journaling like you do you. But it's just so powerful when you carve out that space and that time for your day. And you know what? It's not going to feel forced after the first few times because you're going to at the beginning, it might just like when you're starting any habit, but then you'll start to realize, okay. Um, this feels really good. (laughs) I don't need to force myself to do this. Like I want to do this. I wake up before I need to, before my baby wakes up because I want to do it. And I want to give myself this time. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about this other practice that I've been loving right now. So, and you guys might've heard it. And this is what I also, I will preface and say that these aren't, these not supposed to be like the most sexy, intellectual things. Like it's often in the simple things that have the greatest impact, but it's not. And this is where it's, I I always say, it's not about what we know. It's about what we do. It's about what we do. And so you can know all of these things are great, but if you don't do any of them, well, that's, what's the point of knowing them? You're not actually applying and integrating that knowledge into your life. So really, you know, have approaches from with an open mind and I'm giving you lots of different things here, but like treat it as a menu. Take what take what you like and leave what you don't, you know? So one thing I'm really loving right now as the season is changing, um, I'm based in Melbourne, Australia, and it is spring, first few days of spring. It's just been feeling a little bit warmer, um, which has been beautiful. And the way that my house is positioned, we get like the morning sun like we kind of get the sun all, it's kind of positioned all around, but there's a certain spot in our house where we get beautiful morning sun. And I have been doing some grounding recently and, oh, I used to do this in summer and it is so good for the soul. So if you guys don't know what grounding is, it is literally like bare feet on the earth. And it is such a deep, it's such a simple, but deep practice because I feel like not only are we connecting with mother nature in such a beautiful way, we are also practicing presence. You know, when we have our feet on the earth, we, it, it really allows us to activate our senses and we feel really connected. And there are so many benefits of grounding, such as, you know, reducing stress and cortisol levels, but also helping with sleep, anxiety, blood flow, circulation, um, you know, so many different things. And I think it's just such a beautiful practice that we can do, especially if, you know, you spend your time at a desk or in the office, like how can you spend more time with nature on a regular basis? And I think it's such a beautiful practice. So I, the way that I do this is I do this like with my son um, in the mornings before he goes down for a nap. And it's a really cute thing that we do together, but you know, it's just the practice of putting your feet on the earth, whether you, you know, if you've got a, a green patch somewhere, some grass near your house um, or on your property, or you've lived near the beach, like just think about how you can do that. Even on your lunch break at work, like take off your shoes, like go to the nearby park. Like it's such a beautiful feeling. It's the best, like, you know, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling anxious in your head, you know, often we have to root down to rise up. So rooting down is like getting into our root chakra, getting getting grounded in order for us to, you know, experience more magnetism, experience more inspiration and all of those things that we are manifesting, we have to feel grounded. So 
it's a practice that I'm loving so much right now. And I feel like it's, um, it's really good for mental health and emotional health. So if you're feeling anxiety as well, I feel like it's a really, um, powerful practice to adopt too. Um, also something that I think is really important that, you know, not many people consider when it comes to well-being, but boundaries, right? And this is where we're going back to like that preventative piece where it's like, how can you start to notice when things feel off, when you feel like you've been pulled in too many different directions, start to cultivate that level of self-awareness. Do I feel good right now? You know, you say you caught up with a group of friends, like, what are your energy levels like? Like, are you exhausted? Are you depleted? Did they drain you? <laughs> or are you just like, you know what? I think I just did too many things this weekend. Like, you know, do you need to implement boundaries when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to your work? Are you always on call? Are you always available for everyone every single day at work? Like, because when you're doing that, you're not being proactive about what you need to restore your energy. So, and if you don't have any boundaries in place, oh my God, people are going to walk all over you and people are going to, you know, book meetings with you at different times and, you know, not respect that because you haven't respected yourself enough by implementing those boundaries. Okay. So boundaries are so, so important. And I, this is also back to that self-awareness piece where it's like the boundaries can only be effective once, when you start to recognize what you require, you know? So for me, I know, you know, back when I was working, I didn't like, for me, I was a morning person. So if I be doing things late at night, like, of course, if I needed to, like based on certain projects, I would, but I just knew I was not effective and I was not efficient if I did really long hours. And that's just the truth. And I didn't care what society, if that thing makes me look lazy or whatever that was like, when I was on, I was on and I performed and always delivered, but I wasn't available for working crazy amounts of hours every single night. Like, it's just not what, I was available for. And you have to think about that. Is that serving you? Or are you someone that's like not a morning person? Like you actually perform better at night. That's okay. It doesn't bother you. You know, like really thinking about that or when it comes to your friendships, like are you always saying yes to everyone without, you know, when the weekend is arising as opposed to thinking about, okay, cool. Like what do I actually want to spend my time doing this weekend? Or do I want to actually catch up with someone every single, you know, every single weeknight or is that exhausting? Do I need to just like reset and have some time alone? Um, you know, thinking about what you need from an energetic perspective is really important. And we actually dive deeper into this, um, in one of my programs, your best year yet, um, that I run in January, but it's just really something to think about. And, you know, especially as the seasons change, you know, whether you're based in, in uh, where the spring is coming now and it's going to get warmer for you or the other way around. It's really beautiful for us to sync this up with um, the season. So, you know, knowing, okay, if this is going to be a little bit more of a social time in your life, or if there's lots of work projects coming on, like how can you balance that? What do you need to do for your energy levels? Because like when you put boundaries in place, you are literally like reclaiming your power. It is a very, um, rewarding and it's a very it's very fulfilling and very powerful practice that you can do for your self-esteem for your confidence but also in the like setting the tone about how other people can treat you so you know at the end of the day if you don't you know if you don't have energy for yourself 
you're not going to be able to have energy for other people. So you're not going to be giving them your best. So really, really important thing to think about when it comes to well-being and, you know, social well-being and emotional well-being is boundaries and how can you start to put some more boundaries in place. And, you know, you might want to do a little exercise where you just look at, okay, a few different areas of your life. You might look at your career. You might look at your um your friendships and relationships. Uh, friendships might be one. A relationship might be another if you have a partner. You know, then you might have boundaries for well-being. Like whatever it is, like really thinking about that and being very intentional um, when it comes to your boundaries is super important. Um, yes. Okay. Also, another thing that I'm loving right now and something that I do with, with my clients actually is we do weekly celebrations. And this is something I'm so passionate about because... And this goes like speaks directly to well-being because so much of the time we're always thinking about all the things we could have done, all the things I wanted to do, but I didn't do. And then we go on this negative spiral, we get in our head, we get down and it just kind of, we go into that loop again. But when we can create some space to actually think about our week and what we are celebrating, like the small things just as much as the big things, it creates so much magnetism so and and the thing is like this is a practice so you can't expect that you're going to be someone that celebrates the big things if you can't celebrate the small things so if you're like oh my god I don't have anything in my life to celebrate well like that's not the attitude right we need to look at how what are the small things that you're celebrating like because you have to shine light on them if you want bigger things to come through and you have to see them for their magic so Maybe you're celebrating the fact that you you put a boundary in place. Absolutely celebrate that. Maybe you're celebrating the fact that, you know, you in a normal, in another situation, you could have absolutely like had a disagreement with your partner, but you took a breath and you were really compassionate and, you know, you went reactive and it ended up being a really powerful conversation as opposed to a disagreement. That's absolutely something to celebrate, right? If you went to the gym or you worked out, you moved your body three times that week. Okay, maybe you wanted to do five times that week, but you did three. Celebrate that, you know? If you signed up for a course, if you're reading a book, if you like, you know, killed it in this project at work and this presentation, like celebrate yourself, you know? If you're starting your own business and you're doing all the things and you're building a website and like, it's a lot, like celebrate the fact that you are taking inspired action, Okay. So I'm, something I'm really passionate about and I do with all my clients every Friday and we are all about it because, um, you know, it's so easy for us just to always look at the things that we didn't do and what we didn't achieve. But we need to shine light on all of the things, big and small, that we are celebrating. And this is not just like the things that you did. I think that's really important as well. It's not just the things that you did. It's also about like how you showed up as well, how you behaved, your energy, just as important. And when like this, another point, another kind of well-being practice that really goes hand in hand with that is taking action on your dreams, on your desires and on your goals. And this is interesting because you might be thinking, how is that related to your well-being? But the thing is, often when we feel anxiety, often when we feel fear, often when we feel um comparison discontent not good enough 
it's because we are not following through on what it is that we desire. Okay. Absolutely. Sometimes those patterns are not serving us hundred percent, but sometimes they're there to show us a message to share a message with us. And that is, is that you are here for a reason. There are desires that are placed in your heart for a reason. And every time you ignore them, every time you put them to the side, even if you feel fear coming up, every time you let that fear take over, you are impacting your well-being. You are creating more stress. You are creating more emotional stress. You're creating more physical stress in your body. You're creating more mental stress, right? There is so much power that comes with taking action on your dreams and your goals. And it's really easy for you to be, for people to be like, and I hear it all the time. Oh, I just don't have enough time. That's actually going to be too stressful. Do you know what's going to be more stressful on your body? You're not doing it. You're regretting that creates so much more stress. And so it's a real easy um, kind of cop out for people just to be like, oh, I don't have enough time and um, that's going to be too stressful. But I guarantee you, like, Working on your dreams and your desires is hard, 100%, absolutely. It can feel hard, totally. But it also can feel very hard when you disregard them, when you go against your path, when you are living in a place of misalignment. That also does not feel easy. <laughs> like it doesn't feel good. And, you know, so it's really important to recognize that you get to decide which hard you want to do. But, like, there's nothing more powerful that I have seen in elevating someone's confidence and just feeling good about themselves than them taking action on what they desire. It is such a powerful thing. And we can do all the rituals. We can say all the affirmations. But if you're not showing up and actually doing the things that you want to do, the things to, that are part of your path, then it's going to create discontent. It's going to create dissatisfaction. It's going to create dis, dis um, what is the word? It's going to create disappointment, and that's not the vibe, and that impacts our well-being. So this is where you get to take your power back. And so another powerful ritual I want to share. I'm giving you literally, guys, so many things here, but I'm just so passionate about this conversation. So I hope you are finding this helpful. Always, you can let us know at Fierce Female Co. Shoot me a DM if you are resonating with this podcast episode. This one is something, is one I'm really passionate about. You can also um, leave us a rating and review. It really allows us to continue to spread the message and share with more beautiful listeners. So, Let's let's dive into a couple more. Another simple thing you can do that really impacts your well-being day to day is getting out of your your day to day environment. So sometimes we think we need these really big things. Oh, my God, I need to like go on this like massive holiday for like four weeks. But like maybe you just need some sunshine (laughs) or like a good night's sleep. Like sometimes we need The things that we need are just not part of our day to day, but it has a profound impact on the way that we feel. So a sea change is so important. A change in your environment is like does wonders for the soul and does wonders for the mind and for the energy. So if you know you're not in a position to go on a long holiday, maybe it's something like you book a weekend away, you know, you house sit somewhere. So you've got, you're in a different space. Um, You mix up your work environment. You work from a cafe one day or a different cafe if you do that already. Like how can you start to shift 
the environment that you're in um, because that has a makes a huge difference, especially if you're feeling stagnant um, and if you're feeling like blocked around things. And it also is really powerful for boosting creativity as well. So get out of your day-to-day environment, you know, book the things, book a weekend away. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm definitely finding I need to be more, um, like intentional and like being more, like being more planned about this. Like now that I have a kid. And so like last weekend we went to, we went to our family's beach house for the weekend and that was so good for the soul. And this weekend I'm going to, I'm actually going on a girl's trip just for the, just for the weekend, um, and it's so, I, I, could, I haven't even gone on it yet and I already know how good I'm going to feel afterwards. So just some little things also make a huge difference too. Another thing that I will say is keep learning. It's interesting how, why I'm going to connect this with um, well-being, but we thrive as humans when we are learning new things, when we are focused, when we are engaged. If we are just continuously like focus, focusing on the same thing all the time, it can feel really boring. You can get complacent. Like I want to encourage you to keep growing and to keep expanding. Like this is absolutely one of my values, but it's something that's just so important. Like, you know, whether it's you want to keep learning in your career, in your business, or whether it's just like, you want to learn a new language or um, try a new kind of like fitness regime or, you know, a new modality of some sort, or you want to keep like, you want to learn about history because that's like fascinating to you. You know, I know my husband's into history and into building and like all these things. So it's just like, you know, just opening up your mind to learning and to to getting out of your current environment is so, so, so important. Getting out of your current headspace and opening up the channels for all of this possibility and all of this magic. Because when you are learning, when you are continuing to grow and you are focusing on that, you feel good about yourself. You feel inspired. You feel interested about life. It piques our curiosity. It piques our wonder. And that impacts our happiness. That impacts our well-being. That impacts our ability to thrive as opposed to just surviving. So definitely um, continuing to learn is a huge, huge piece of the puzzle. And another one is creativity. So how can you elevate your creativity? And I want you to think about this, like it doesn't matter what type of job you have. It doesn't matter about like, we can be creative in any area of our life, but how, what feels good to you? You know, is it how can you be more creative in your work, in the way that you present things, maybe in the way that you engage with people? Can you be more creative outside of your work and outside of your business? You know, maybe it's like art that you want to do. Maybe it's like interior design or maybe it's just like making things beautiful in your home. Like, how can you be more creative? Um, I know for me, I love the fact that my business allows me to be creative when I'm creating new content, when I'm creating new programs and courses and learning different modalities and techniques and healing practices. That for me is really creative. When I go on Canva and I create beautiful imagery, um, when I have a photo shoot, like that's all 
um, really kind of like activating that creative part of me. And this was something that I didn't even realize I needed so much because back in the day, I used to always just be like, I'm just not a creative person. And so I would just like cross that off. But we are all creative in some way. We are, we are humans. So we absolutely are all creative. It's just opening up those channels and knowing that creativity looks different for you than it does for me, than it does for like the next girl. So how can you start to be more creative in your life and how can you make that more of a priority? And this is the important piece. How can you prioritize that? You know, if you have kids, like how can you be more creative with your kids? Like if you don't like, you know, what feels good to you? What is exciting to you when it comes to creativity? And you'll notice that that really does peak your happiness and allow you to experience more joy and presence too. Okay. <laughs> Another really powerful well-being practice um, is connection. And so this is back to that self-awareness piece where like everyone's different in terms of like the type, the the level and the depth of connection they they um, require and is like correct for them. But we are human beings, right? We are human beings. We need connection in some form. And we have to recognize that this day, like this day and age where so much of it is like virtual, so much of it is, you know, um, connecting through technology. It's not the same as human interaction and engagement. But putting that to the side, what like what works for you when it comes to connection? Like you know, going back to that self-awareness piece. I know for me, I crave intimacy. I crave depth, right? So I've always been someone that I do prefer whilst I'm quite social and I'm comfortable being around lots of people. I still prefer more intimate spaces. So if I'm catching up with girlfriends, um, as opposed to 10 girlfriends, I like catching up with a few, a couple, right? Because that gives me more energy. It allows me to connect with people more. And I just feel more whole after that. It just makes me feel better. Um, you know, and so whilst knowing that, yes, the bigger things like I can do that and that still feels good, but it's not my regular and it's not giving me that feeling that I need. Okay. That intimacy, that connection, that depth. Um, so, you know, thinking about that, what works for you? Like I also know, um, Things like women's circles, really, really important for me to feel connected to like-minded people. Um, You know, I know that also this is why I run my group programs because the women in this space, like we're experiencing this right now in Fierce Feminine Rebirth, my group program, they feel so much depth and connection with each other. The ability to expand and open up and share and be vulnerable and just like cheer each other on is so powerful. And this connection is something that like often people don't necessarily seek, but they get so much back from that. So that for me is really powerful because it allows me to create connections. And I know I always feel a bit of a like, like something's a bit off when I'm not running a group program. Like I need that and it makes me feel really good. Um, So know yourself and know what you need and what that connection looks like for you and how you can prioritize that because that is so important when it comes to well-being and thinking about like when things are off for you, when you're down, like, you know, do you isolate yourself? And sometimes that's necessary if we need to process emotions, but then sometimes it's not. And sometimes we go too far with that 
Are you someone that does that? And how can you create more safety through connection when those um, times arise for you? So, 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 so important. And then the last piece I will say is knowing your values. And this is something that I'm I'm really passionate about, but also I think it's just so important because we change as humans all the time. We change and we evolve. And so you might've done this exercise once and you think, okay, yeah, I know my values, but it's like you change all the time. You know, your desires change. You change as a person. You go through different things that make you see things differently. And so it's really important to check in with what your values are and to know, okay, am I living life in accordance with my values? Like if my value is like freedom, if my value is like beauty or contribution or integrity, like am I living in alignment with those values? And if not, that's okay because that's the first step, like having that awareness. So how can you start to make shifts in your life that allow you to align more with your values? How can you create more freedom in your life? How can you create more beauty, more contribution? Like this is so powerful because when we live in alignment with our values, that's what allows us to feel more whole, to feel more fulfilled, to feel more in alignment. And so then we, that elevates our level of well-being absolutely because we feel like we are on the right path as well. So I hope this episode has been powerful. Like I could have, I could go in so many different directions with this conversation and it's so broad, but I guess I just wanted to provide you with some tangible things that you can do and some preventative practices to really elevate your well-being. And so this is something where I could have really provided you with all these things, you know, on what to do when issues arise and stresses arise and like all those things. And that's fine. You can do so many of these things during that time as well. But I really want us to focus on our well-being from a preventative perspective. So I hope this has been powerful. Please DM me. Let me know if this is resonating. Share it on your Instagram stories as well at Fierce Female Co. So we can share the love. And thank you so much for being here, beautiful ladies. And if you are looking to go deeper, if you want to continue your healing, your expansion, your well-being journey, I have two spots available for my one-on-one private mentoring. So you can shoot me a DM if you have any questions. This is for, and if you're interested, this is for like women that are ready to invest in themselves and are ready to go all in on their dreams, on their desires, on their alignment, on their power. And this is something that I'm super passionate about. We have like the best time in our one-on-one containers because it is intimate. It provides you with that connection, that depth, that growth, that accountability, and also allowing your dreams to unfold as you start to expand as a woman. So if you know that, okay, there are X amount of months left for the year, I am ready to go big. I am ready to step into my power. The best way to do that and to show the universe that you are ready is to invest in yourself. And that's what I do. And that is what I found to be most effective because you are really showing yourself if it does feel in alignment to you that I trust myself enough, I trust my goals and my desires enough to know that I'm going to show up in this big way and that is going to hold me accountable and allow me to experience so much expansion and magic along the way. So if you are interested in my one-on-one container, shoot me a DM at Fierce Female Co and we can talk about it more. And also I'm going to leave a link 
in the bio, not in the bio, sorry, in the show notes for you to apply for our one-on-one container if this is something that you are desiring. So love you. I hope you have the most magical day and we'll catch you on the pod soon. Bye for now. If you're vibing this show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.